Hello everyone, welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I'm feeling especially flatulent after uh, tonight's meal. We had a buffalo salad um, and pancakes that I put put together right quick with some boca patties, the uh, spicy chicken ones. So it was kind of a chicken and waffles deal. Chicken and waffles joint. Um, yeah, pancakes, Casey and I were just talking about how like I'm honing in on a, on a pancake recipe. I now feel comfortable making them from memory without measuring utensils, which is how I made baguettes the other day without using really any measuring utensils. Um, and I, I kind of think that's the only level of competency you need with any dish in the kitchen. I, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of stuff I don't need to reference how to cook at this point. Um, rice, cheesy eggs, um, bagels, baguettes, etc. So tuna salad, um, <laughs> a ham sandwich. I could do this all day. An omelet, um, pizza rolls. There, we were watching yacht videos. I think that the channel is Naughty Life, as in like nautical. Um, some kind of foreign couple that goes around and travels. I mean, they're foreign somewhere. Maybe not where they are when I'm watching these things, but they go around and do kind of like tour videos of yachts, which is like, it can be chill. I'm going to take a sip of some coffee here. Mm. Some oat milk in it. I took the temperature down so I could quickly drink. Um, the first video from this channel that we watched was on a 77 foot expedition yacht, which uh, was really cool big steel boat that the guy was very confident he's like this thing can take weather and it seemed like it could it seemed like it was a very durable boat worthy of uh going out all out on the ocean you know in a storm etc and uh yeah the guy said it had commercial roots so you know you could it had all the bells and whistles it had all the bells and whistles. Now, it was not electric. That's actually what maybe put me down this rabbit hole. I saw there's a Nor... Uh, he's not Norwegian. He's like Chinese-Norwegian. He lives in Norway. He's Chinese. Speaks English. So I can't... It's hard for me to tell. But uh, Bjorn Nyland, who has always done good electric vehicle content. Now, I was saying to Casey... Guys, I'm going to wrap this all up. I'm going to come back. I'm going to connect it. I was saying to Casey, it's crazy how Bjorn had such a pre-pandemic um, advantage when it came to covering electric vehicles. I, he was like one of the first English-speaking people to get their hands on the Xpeng vehicles, stuff like that. You were just like... I was impressed because Norway is so far ahead in electric vehicles and he happens to live there. He would find these crazy electric cars that China was sending straight to Norway and would review them. 
well, then the pandemic comes, new cars stop really coming out. And it seems like now the big crazy EVs are getting released everywhere. And he's back to doing like run of the mill Tesla videos. Anyway, he went and and did a factory tour. God, what was that company's name called? Caleta? Calida? They make uh, the world's first electric hydrofoil flying boat. And uh, I recommend that factory tour. Um, if for nothing else than just videos of it next to another boat. Because he's the guy makes the point. He goes, you know, our boat has it's electric and we did a really cool job with this propulsion system that goes below the actual craft so it like rides on these hydrofoils these pillars basically and flies above the water while its motor and these wings are like several feet down at, on the tip of the water and uh, it has the equivalent of 80 horsepower and then they were showing it in this video compared to a speedboat with 350 horsepower. And uh, it was amazing to see the difference, how much smoother it was riding because it wasn't hitting every wave, how much quieter, everything. I mean, it was just really cool to see this technology. And uh, it's their second model. And also being able to see their first factory is like full of boats in all different stages of production and that they're building another factory and they've got a ton of pre-orders. It was just kind of impressive to see this boating startup going. It reminded me of Aptera, who is a really cool electric car company and barely a car too. It's like, should it's almost its own thing, um, but it is a car, I guess, a two-seat car. So that electric flying hydrofoil speedboat I guess made the algorithm recommend me this expedition boat and Casey and I were just watching. It's almost like, you know, old school travel channel. Mega yachts. We're on, today. We're on a 270 foot mega ultra rich yacht. You know, that kind of video, but this one was 77 feet and you're like, okay, it's almost down to earth. You know what I mean? But then at the same level, it was really impressive to, um, see that it had like multiple bedrooms and showers and a big cool kitchen that kind of stuff um really well designed and reminded us a lot of the interior design of uh our house so anyway then one of the linked videos from it i can't remember the name of this company but um I've seen coverage of them before in print or, you know, like articles and writing, but I've never seen a video tour like this of it where it was a 60 foot solar yacht and the 60 foot solar yacht is like pretty much all electric. It has a Volvo generator that you could use to recharge the batteries and to power the motors but it is electrically propelled and it was, I guess they call them a catamaran where it like looks cool, you know, also had so much room, big living. I mean, it was this, it was pretty much the size of, again, our house. Like it didn't, 
I don't know, you were compromising to make that space work in some ways, but it's a yacht. And it was really, it had decks all around it. I was saying to Casey, a problem with all of them is that they really, with yachts, they're trying to always like give you more places to sit. And I get it. You know, if you're supposed to spend like weeks on this boat or whatever, days, um, you want to be able to sit in a variety of spots. But, you know, yeah, I'd probably be thinking like, oh, could we put a greenhouse on the back patio? Like, does it need to have another sectional? Do, I, do we really need another uh, sectional with a little dinner table at it? Because there's like a full dining room, you know? <laughs> and the also really cool... There's so many cool things about that one, but it was kind of kite propelled. Like you could lower this somewhat automated sail kite that would help pull the boat um, sustainably. And that was kind of neat. And then it also had, I'm watching that little moped go by. Um, I'm sorry, I blanked out. What was the other crazy feature of this yacht? had these little hidey holes that they the guy like pulled up a hatch and then crawled down a ladder and you were thinking like oh what is that down there like some emergency thing and it was actually a little bedroom he was like this is for crew and it was just enough space for you to stand and then just enough space for you to lay down like a japanese capsule hotel and then there was another one like that that had a shower over a toilet with a sink that again was like just big enough for you to uh stand upright in and i was like kind of getting a kick out of that but i imagine with any of these that it is truly just uh parked most of the time like i don't think people are really using these to go all the way around the world i looked up uh before recording how if you were going six knots how many days it would take to cross the pacific and it said 17, and this boat can go eight. So I'm, if you use the sail, they said you can go four with the sail, and then the motors full bore, you know, can go eight. Um, and they, you know, you use a mixture of each. So let's say six. You're not going full speed across the entire Pacific, but uh, yeah, I don't know. You're not going to have a whole crew. I wouldn't think on those size boats. But you could have your whole family. I mean, it's the size of a house. It was really cool to see. That one had plenty of bedrooms and like big bedrooms. And you'd, you would customize it, of course. You'd get it totally done to your specifications, I'm sure. But like I wouldn't maybe do three bedrooms. I would probably outfit one as like <laughs> an office. I don't know. Because there's a big living room on each of them. Oh, okay, the cool, the, I remembered the other really cool feature. The solar catamaran, the top deck of the thing has another hydraulic lifted sunshade, basically, that if you lift it, you can stand under there and there's like a captain's piloting thing. And then there's another sectional and table, etc. But above it are solar panels. And then if you're not up there, you can lower the solar panel sunshade thing and uh, it would sit flush with all the other solar panels so that was kind of neat yeah just a cool thing i recommend you guys like looking into it um 
yachting to me, I don't know. I mean, is that yachting? I think yachting is like sailboats, but it is such an inescapably rarefied, like it's so rich. You're not going to separate um, yachts from the super rich. And maybe it was one piece, me getting obsessed with one piece or like us doing the renovation. I kept honing back on like this idea of the house being like a boat. And if you were trying to be sustainable, like that's the ultimate kind of design ethos of boats always and uh, definitely with these and you see, you see a lot of the same design decisions made like stainless steel and floating stairs and windows etc the kitchen hidden compartments um and then the freedom right the being like especially with the solar one the other one it was really cool because it's an expedition vessel you know so it had like systems where you could incinerate your poop and your pee in the gray water and only dump clean water out of it. And it's like, wow, what a crazy system. Both of them have fresh water systems which take in seawater and then um, evaporate it into steam and then make hot water and cold water out of that. But that's crazy. Like, that's so cool, you know? Um, both of them have like backup generators to power the other. And the, the one, the solar one had, uh, and probably the other one too. I didn't, I skipped those parts had, um, like wireless remotes that you could use to pilot the boat from anywhere on it so that you could go stand in the corner and like, see what you're doing while parking it. Um, yeah. And just cool compartments and stuff, man. Boats are so cool. I wish that like regular people, I mean, what part of me is like, why would a solar electric battery yacht the size of an RV cost that much more than an RV, you know, and it should be more attainable for that reason. Like people have RVs. So why couldn't they have yachts like that? Uh, and maybe electrification could help with bringing bigger boats to the masses. I don't know. Anyway, thank you so much. Stay safe. Come again tomorrow.